G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our attention to some of the hardships that so many of us are experiencing during this time of the COVID crisis. Even this week, major milestones being passed, a world record for lockdowns in Melbourne, And perhaps we might even focus on some of the big things that have been happening on in Victoria this past week, whether it be earthquakes and aftershocks, riots in Melbourne. There are some dreadful things that have been happening and that we're all called in some sense here to endure. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch is back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back, Neil. And Bill... There you are, right in the middle of it, speaking to you from Melbourne, the earthquakes. Uh, give us your impression. How did those feel? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's all happening here, that's for sure. You guys have got it pretty cushy up in Queensland and the rest of the world. It, it seems Melbourne's the hot spot for everything. Yeah, well, we certainly felt this one. Um, you know, went on for a longish time, very palpable. You know, I mean, the house was rocking and shaking. Uh, Australia, of course, doesn't get many earthquakes, certainly not many strong ones. If you live in California, which I did for a bit, you know, that's quite normal. You get plenty of tremors and quakes. But here, boy, it, it certainly rocked the house, rocked the foundations. Uh, so far as we know, uh, not many uh, people injured or any deaths, which is all good. Certainly buildings were damaged and uh, yeah so it's uh, it was quite a interesting uh, day a few days ago to go through all that but just add that as you say to all the other the political upheaval the spiritual chaos the uh, legislative changes being pushed uh, lockdown records being broken as you say i mean it's all happening here in melbourne so between me and my five million colleagues uh, for some reason, we seem to have borne the brunt of some of the worst that's been happening for quite some time now. So, uh, Lord help! It's uh, you know a lot of people are leaving, uh, trying to get out of Victoria permanently. Some records been broken there as well of late. So, uh, yeah, interesting times here down under. Hard times, Bill, and we're not used to those hard times here in Australia. No doubt you're fielding questions from people who you're communicating with, those who leave comments on your blog, asking questions about what has God got to say about things like this, fire and flood and pestilence, and now add to that earthquakes. People are asking you about those things. What do you give as a response to people when they're saying, is this a biblical end times event that's happening to us? Yeah, well, certainly we have to go to Scripture and look at what it says about these matters. I've written often in the past, you know, you just read the Bible, you'll see heaps, plenty of passages where God 
either allows or uses or directly is causing things like anything from an earthquake to a plague to a pestilence to a famine to drought to flood, you name, you know, fire, the whole bit. Uh, there are actually hundreds of passages, certainly mostly in the Old Testament, but you'll find them in the New as well, that God certainly does use these often as uh, tools of his judgment, whether it's on Israel or the nations. Uh, you know, our God, as I told somebody just recently who was, you know, wondering about all this, our God is not a God of deism, this idea that God created the world, but then he's sat back and no longer has any active role or interest in it. Uh, quite the opposite. Biblical Christianity says God is personally directly involved in the affairs of men, of this world, of what happens. So in one sense, things are not happening by uh, surprise or by accident. What uh, we may call an act of nature, a Christian really sees as an act of God. He is behind uh, so much of this. So I did a search, actually, on the day of our earthquake, wrote an article on it, but I searched for terms, uh, tremor, shake, quake, and earthquake. Uh, the last two, for example, there's at least in the ESV, there's about 19 uh, uses of the word earthquake, about 17 of quake. Now, sure, some of these terms are metaphorical or can be used in other ways. You know, a guy might tremble before a king or before the Lord, but often they're used of the earth itself. Again, sometimes in the figurative sense, sometimes quite actually. Uh, Book of Revelation has about five or six passages on actual, as far as we can tell, earthquakes, literal earthquakes as part of God's judgment. Uh, we recall Book of Acts, right? Uh, languishing in prison, a few of God's people are praying, having a praise and worship session, and an earthquake breaks out and frees the prisoners. So that you certainly see as you know, God's uh, direct intervention and response uh, to prayer. So, you know, uh, this, uh, what, Wednesday earthquake that we had, uh, I'm not a prophet, I can't say it's, you know, this or that specific thing, but certainly, at the very least, God can use these things to get our attention, to do a bit of shaking, right? We read all these patches, passages in Scripture and Haggai and Hebrews, or yet, once again, and I will shake the earth. Uh, so a sifting, a shaking, uh, you know, testing of the foundations. What, do you, what is your life really built on? Well, when you get a physical earthquake, it can give some spiritual lessons, certainly, and hopefully wake up some people. I even heard a very vague reference to the Victorian Premier Dan Andrews suggesting that the rioters on the streets and uh, the anti-vaxxers uh, might have brought on the city of Melbourne some level of wrath. Uh, not sure if his reference was to God there at all, but uh, sometimes people talk about the judgment of God and you and I, when we've had these conversations before, you you often will say, you can't say that it is the judgment of God, but then... You can't say that it isn't. If we're talking about the judgment of God, it is a possibility in the mix. What would the judgment of God be calling people to, do you think? Well, that much is clear as well in Scripture. Uh, if it's used either as judgment or chastisement or simply in a 
get our attention, um, it's always about returning to me, to come back to me. You know, the Lord keeps saying, you've strayed from me, you've wandered from me. When will you return? When you when will you repent? Get right with God. Come back to me. In fact, I did another piece recently uh, looking at the book of Amos uh, five times in one chapter. I think it was chapter five says, and yet you still did not return to me. You know, judgment, calamity, disaster would come. And yet the Israelites of old, well, they didn't get the message. They didn't get the hints. They still didn't turn to God. We see similar things in Revelation, right? Judgments again, whether earthquake and other things. And it says, and yet the people still did not repent. So that's the whole point of these things. God loves us so much. He wants us to come back to him. Uh, now, while we got verses like, I think it's Romans 2, 4, says the goodness of God leads us to repentance. So just looking around at God's goodness and grace and bounty, that should cause us to turn to God. But sadly, for many people, it doesn't. So sometimes it's it's the more harsh hand of God is uh, you know, using the forces of nature to get our attention, to bring us back to him, to cause us to seek his face, to repent. So that's the aim of all this, uh, just like something like church discipline, right? The aim of rebuking a sinful brother is not just to make him feel bad. The aim is to restore him, to get him to repent and come back into fellowship. So in a sense, you can always tie God's grace and God's judgment in together. His acts of judgment are really acts of grace. He's hoping his people and uh, non-Christians, in this case, will come to him, uh, wake up, see things for what it really is, break out of their illusions. Uh, But, you know, if they fail to heed those kind of warnings and that kind of judgment, well, then, yeah, well, then the bad way indeed. So again, as my wife and I both said, we've had fire and flood here in Victoria, then pestilence and earthquake. You know, it sounds like the book of Revelation here. It's it's getting pretty hardcore. <laughs> if we're keeping a focus on your home state of Victoria, there's been other big things that are impacting the Christian church, the gospel, and that would lead us to talking about Christian schools. There's been some developments there around the government and what you've called, even in one of your articles this week, a perpetual war on Christianity and finishing off Christian schools. Yeah, well, quite right. I mean, this has been an ongoing war against Christianity here in Victoria, as I've often said, written about this for years. Dan Andrews is one of the most hardcore anti-Christian political leaders in the entire country, perhaps the whole world. It's just one thing after another, a never-ending assault on Christian freedom and belief and values. And yeah, now he's looking at, uh, perhaps in just a few weeks, introducing legislation which will forbid uh, any Christian school in the state to either not hire somebody of totally different values or to fire somebody, certainly when it comes to the whole area of sexuality, right? Let's say you got a homosexual activist wants to get a job at a Christian school or uh, some transgender activist is found to be teaching in a Christian school. In either case, this law will make it illegal for the Christian schools to deny people like that employment, right? Uh, 
Christian culture has got a set of beliefs, values, which are obviously unique, certainly in the area of human sexuality. We have very high standards indeed. We not only promote and teach, but we expect them of all of our staff in all of our schools. Yet Dan Andrews wants to, you know, some uh, homosexual activists want to come in, get access to your kids at a Christian school. Well, that's what he wants to do, and that's what's going to happen. So it really will spell the end of Christian education in Victoria. So that's just one of a number of uh, areas where we have huge concerns. As we said, we've passed the record now for the world's longest, most draconian lockdown. It's just one thing after another. Uh, Dan Andrews is trying to blame the protesters for the earthquake. I can suggest it's probably much more biblical that it's leaders like this pushing this very ungodly anti-Christian agenda, one thing after another, whether the worst abortion laws in the world, euthanasia laws, uh, cracking down on those who pray for those who have unwanted sexual attraction. I mean, just the list goes on and on. So if there were a God who were using natural events to bring judgment on godly, godless rulers like, uh, well, I'd say Dan Andrews would be leading the pack here, and he better watch out uh, the kind of comments he's making. Well, there's been all sorts of things happening in other states as well, and there's all sorts of things to monitor on a global scale, the way Australia is a citizen in the global landscape. And there are concerns wherever you might look, but it's good to get a focus on Victoria today. And I'll point listeners to a number of the articles that have been written this past week by Bill Muhlenberg, and you'll find some of the topics we've been talking about today in some of Bill's articles. BillMuhlenberg.com, or you can simply Google Culture Watch. Bill, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Always a pleasure, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 